0: No Room for Phonies, the shifting episode brought to you by Good Food, Good Times, and Good Friends. No Room for Phonies, the shifting episode. As you are shifting, you will begin to realize you are not the same person you used to be. The things you used to tolerate have now become intolerable. Where you once remained quiet, you are now speaking your truth where you once battled and argued, you are now choosing to remain silent. You are beginning to understand the value of your voice, and there are some situations that no longer deserve your time, energy, and focus. Over the last couple of years, I have been shifting. I realized at the end of my last episode, I was going to do something on how we waste our time or time savers and time wasters, and then Uh, anyway, I shifted to this. So I wanted to talk today about my own experience of shifting and why it happened to me and how it's changed my life and the way that I see things and do things. So the whole thing about shifting happened to me, uh, because of a life change and I needed to reinvent myself. Um, for me, it was a, it was a retirement and, uh, a bit of empty nesting combined and I needed to figure out what I wanted to do next and I'm still figuring it out. I think we're all can agree that we're a work in progress so it doesn't happen overnight and you go back and forth. It's not a straight line but sometimes you shift because you just want to feel better and feel more active as you age so that's kind of the health It helped me um, evaluate actually how I do spend my time. I was a list person when I was uh, working, and so I became a list person once again because it helped to focus me and make sure that I didn't just uh, spend all day not accomplishing anything. Although I do spend some days like that now because let's face it, I've earned them. So it makes it you also examine who you are and what you really want out of life. And, and it helps you um, to accept yourself for who you are. Not perfect, but focused and goal-oriented, no matter whether you're working or not. And uh, for me, um, it was all about know thyself, know thyself, know thyself. Because I had been a professional. I have been a mother. I have been a wife. And all those things were taking up so much of my time that I never even have stopped to figure out who I am and what I really want um, out of life. Not in a selfish way, but in a way where I feel, where can I make the best contributions um, to supporting people and loving people and um, contributing to the world in general. And I also wanted to avoid the risk of regret I spent 35 years, 33 years at a career, but I certainly have at least that left of my life. And so I don't want to look back after 33 year more years and go, what did I do? What did I accomplish? I don't want to regret. And I also, I think as I've aged and now um, looking forward to being in my 60s, I focus on friendships that are deep and meaningful And I want to feel connected to people, but in a a positive way. So, you know, for me, I didn't decide to shift. It just started to happen because I was at a new phase of my life. And then I discovered it was just happening throughout my life. And at all times in my life, I've been shifting But right now, I I really actually have time to embrace it and take the time to reflect and think about what I want. And so um, I've learned the importance of living with intention, of talking about what I believe in, of kind of having a core purpose, and I've also really enjoyed... um, seeking out different perspectives not that i agree with all of them or even want to embrace them but i read a ton of different things i just finished reading arlene dickinson's book about reinvention i read uh, the book about lost connections i'm taking a course online about cognitive behavior therapy and it's helping me understand the world and reach past my little corner of the world and actually understand myself better. I think shifting is a really courageous thing to embark on because it forces you to be honest with yourself. And I've practicing a lot of introspection. I've thought about, you know, how focused I was on my career. And I'm gonna I'm starting to reflect on my career with gratitude that I had that experience. But realizing that um, there's so much more to life than status and working in a job and just being so consumed with that. And I've, from that, I've been able to evaluate friendships and release some toxic people from my life. And I mean, one of the things, um, I'm not going to talk about it in detail today, but, When I left my job, it wasn't under the most amazing of circumstances and um, I felt a bit ashamed of some of the things that had happened and I realized that that was really affecting my confidence and that I was really paranoid about trying something new because of what had happened to me and even though it wasn't fair and it wasn't right and it really wasn't my fault. Um, it was impacting my decision on what I wanted to do going forward. So I think um, one of the biggest shifts I made was having the confidence to even just do this podcast because I was publicly putting myself out there and didn't really know how it would go and whether I would be criticized or whether people would even care. And then Um, I was working with Claire and then her health issues, um, you know, have prevented her from being involved. And so that was a setback for me. And then I just didn't know whether what I should do. And then I really felt that this is kind of about me talking about, you know, issues in my life that might help somebody else who's kind of going through the same thing, I'm going through, and I'm good at talking, and I'm good at um, putting things in perspective, and I'm good at, I've read a lot, and I like writing, so, you know, it's something that I can actually do without, um, you know, I guess it's, it's like using some gifts that I had when I was actually working, and I also really wanted to speed up my life and not slow down. Um, You know, usually people at the age that I'm at are thinking, oh, we're retiring. And in a lot of things I have slowed down. Like I don't have that gnawing, you got to get this done and you got to do this. But I also, I do have deadlines. I put out this podcast on the first and 15th of every month and I do post social media posts in between you know to kind of remind people that I'm there and I'm thinking and I'm reading and I'm trying to put out stuff on uh, social media that helps people and uh, so I mean that's kind of been my my mantra and uh, I really don't want to be in a position where I'm Slowing down, but I want to live a life that means something and not in a, oh, she's the most famous person on, you know, podcaster or whatever. I don't care about that. I want to be accountable for myself and I want to be able to tell my story. Um, One of the things that Arlene Dickinson talks about in her book of reinvention is that one page brief that you write about kind of who you are and where you're going. And, and uh, you know, it's a business thing where, you know, um, you might collect um, thousands and thousands and thousands of pages about a client as a marketing group. But when it comes to, you know, you're on the ground kind of people making that marketing ad campaign, they need that one page brief that sort of says, this is me, this is the product, this is what we need, this is where we're going, this is what we think we can expect from it. And so I've been thinking a lot about that. And um, I want to be pushed on being creative and making a difference. So I say, I guess if my one page briefs goal were spoken, that's what it it would be for me. I want to Be creative, and I want to make a difference in the world, and not in, like, I just, I want to make a difference with the people whose lives I touch. So, you know, I kind of have thought a lot about, okay, what is next for me, and where am I heading, and all that sort of thing, and I've decided that, you know, I want to surround myself with people who believe in me, so that when I don't believe in myself, I have somebody there who's saying, yeah, keep going. I mean, I remember when, um, I was trying to decide what to do about the podcast and my husband said to me, yeah, keep going, keep going. Don't stop doing this. And I had another friend, Wendy, who said, no, keep going. I'll come on your podcast. And, you know, I'm starting to line up people who want to be on the podcast and want to talk. And so, um, I'm not saying that I don't have casual friendships, but I've kind of edited my main social circle and I spend time with people who are warm and authentic and serious and trustworthy so that, you know, I've got that kind of influence in my life because that's what I enjoy. And I want to live my messy life. I don't want to hold back. I want to be the best I can be and I want to challenge others to do the same. So like when I say I surround myself with people who believe in me, I also want to believe in other people and push them and, and talk to them about their lives and, you know, really listen and, and work to understand and show that sort of patience and perseverance that comes from like challenging your thinking and seeking to understand which is something I've really learned from this cognitive behavior um, course. It's really um, taught me that your job as a person in this world is to seek to understand other people. It's it really is to seek to understand other people, which has taken has shifted my thinking like a lot because I always um, kind of felt like I had a lot of information to share. And I was in a job where I was sharing a lot of information. And now I'm really spending a lot of time seeking to understand other people and other perspectives and other things so that it um, you know it impacts the way I view people and uh, cuts down on me wanting to judge people doesn't mean that I don't share my opinions and it doesn't mean that I don't have an opinion I just my first job is to is to understand I don't I'm trying not to say no to opportunities I'm trying to look at the world in a new way Um, I'm tough in some ways and I'm weak in others and I just want people to understand that I'm, I'm a work in progress. So I've identified sort of some things about the changes in my mind, body and spirit. I really believe that we're a combination of our mind and our body and our spirit and we kind of have to achieve a balance um, between those three things. And that's what sort of what I'm, what we do. We we look for ways to, you know, we look after our body, we look after our minds, but we also have to look after our spirit in order to um, be able to embrace change and enjoy the ride. So, um, you know, for my mind, I take. I'm taking this online course I read a lot I talk to people you know your body you're eating healthy I just um, cooked a whole bunch of food out of the blue zone book and it's amazing and uh, doing exercising walking sunshine all that stuff um, that helps you and then your spirit is where you know you embrace um I mean, I embrace that there's something more out there in the world than me. That there's something out there. I'm reading um, "Becoming Mrs. Lewis," um, the story of Joy from her perspective of Joy and Mrs. Lewis and her um, journey from being an atheist to believing in like a in a higher power. And I would encourage anyone who's um, struggling with that kind of thing in their life, to read that, read the book from her perspective. One of the things that C.S. Lewis said, who also went from being an atheist to a believer, is um, that atheism is too simple. And I thought that that was just a really interesting line. And I'm not saying this to offend anybody. Everybody is entitled to their beliefs. But I just, I believe there's just more to it than just, uh, you know, I don't believe in anything. But I have noticed about myself that I have a what I would call what I would label as softer energy, that I've kind of let I'm, I'm in the process, right, of letting go of anger, and expectations that make me sad and hurt. And I've um, embraced this sort of idea of offering forgiveness, even though you've been badly wrong, and you didn't deserve it. And I've really experienced that in my life that people have done things to me that and attacked me and I don't know you know I, I part of my um, shifting is examining why that has happened to me but um, it's kind of releasing that hostility and just being a bit softer about things. I take responsibility for my own calmness, I guess, and my own mental health and my own um, how I feel about life. So I've actually recently been enjoying meditation, the Calm app and the Headspace app are both and uh, closing the door a bit on past relationships and things that were toxic and learning to make smarter choices and stay away from um, something that, uh, again, Arlene Dickinson referred to in her book as frenemies, how are actually out to kind of hurt you, but they're not, I don't believe they do it intentionally. I do it, I think they do it from a place of insecurity. And when you are actually moving forward, and getting your life more in balance, then they it's almost out of a place of fear. And Um, I have been around people who live their life from a place of fear, and it's very hard to watch. So um, part of that taking responsibility is like owning my own emotions, slowing down, being quietly reflective. Um, In the course that I'm taking um, from Udemy, actually, on cognitive behavior therapy, he really talks a lot about Um, how the way you think impacts your emotions and that you can actually rise above some of those thoughts and really own your emotions and uh, listen to different perspectives and not just caught up, get caught up in being um, so wrapped up in thinking that is wrong or bad or limiting and uh, I love reading and, and I really think that reading different perspectives and listening to different perspectives really does help. And not being afraid of the future because you know that you can take on anything and handling it. And I'm also learning and I'm, I guess I'm learning that as a mom of as, as an empty nester that sometimes you just have to give people their space. I like being in the moment, enjoying the things that I like to do. If I'm reading, I'm reading. I'm not thinking about a whole bunch of other things, and uh, I I'm just thinking of um, like Friday. Um, I we have all this coronavirus, of course, going around, and I had a hair appointment, and I'm like, oh, what do you do now? And and so I went and had got my hair done, and I mean everything is fine. There's no there's no risk no one was sick there or whatever but um just kind of being in the moment and enjoying the things you like to do and you know really sitting back and considering whether you're just overreacting or living out of fear and I think there's um some real reasons to Um, do some of the things that are being done in the world and I think we have to stop judging people and let people live in their moment as well and realize that the people making decisions and doing the things that need to be done are just human beings and that they're really doing the best they can and if everybody embraces that and always does the best they can with everything they're doing and we all respect that and seek first to understand I think it would be a really uh, different world. I found that I really enjoy helping others and really trying to be in tune with what others need and be compassionate towards others and listen and ask questions to connect with people. Um, I love making food for people. And people never really want to turn down a great meal that you've created for them out of love and just kind of saying oh you know something's happening in your life and or you're you live alone here's an a a bowl of a nice salad that I made and you know just that whole perspective on things I think is really nice I love having people into my home and and feeding them and just um, kind of enjoying that piece of and there's a, there's a thing uh, that I've read a few times that says sometimes people don't need advice. They just need you to sit with them and be beside them at certain times. And I do want to shift. I, I, I feel like I have more of a purpose now than even that I did sometimes when I, I was working. Um, I want to be wise instead of just gathering knowledge and feeling. I want to actually combine that sort of knowledge and emotion to a point where I'm living out of a place of insight and wisdom and not just getting caught up in things. I've talked about pulling away from toxic people. I'm not a fan of drama. So, um, you know, I know I have ended friendships and set some boundaries. I often wake up in the night with ideas and with thoughts and I'm finding more that, um, I wake up in the night with more ideas and thoughts than, um, just waking up cause I can't sleep and I've developed more healthier habits about sleeping, doing reading and, um, you know, just focusing on, um, being calm and the meditation app. I do listen to that. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it, but there have been times when that really has helped me. And more having more, I guess, of a sense of the big picture, less of the need to be noticed or appreciate. And that kind of is part of having that sort of inner peace where you don't have a desire to compare yourself to any anyone else. And I think that all that sort of... Um, lands on sort of that feeling of more having more gratitude, and to be happy to be part of a solution, and instead of the of a of being part of the problem, supporting people rather than sort of pushing them and telling them what to do or feeling frustrated with them, just sort of got being more of a a guiding arm and learning to. Um, sort of step back and, and let life happen and it kind of is like a shifting from an ego a, a living your life based on your ego and sort of like a higher sense of self and I read this quote um, and I actually posted it where you want to activate compassion and unconditional love and I really like that idea and it's a huge step to take because human nature makes us want to judge and um, have our opinions about things instead of just feeling that sort of sense of compassion and unconditional love. But that ability to kind of sit back and appreciate people for who they are. And I'm not saying that you can't have an opinion. You have to say what you feel and you have to, you know, live an authentic life. But once you really know who you are, then when people say things or whatever, you're not quite so, um, you don't have that tendency to go, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. No, I've thought this through, I've made a decision, I really think I'm right about this, and, and you're you're calm and confident in um in moving forward. And you wanna make steps to move forward. And you might as well, if you're gonna move forward and you're gonna move forward every day no matter what, you might as well take conscious steps. And when you do, then what happens is that everything you do becomes an act of service. Even if you're just sitting alone in your home, um, doing something, reading a book, doing something, thinking about someone and sending them positive thoughts, you just need to um, operate from a place of know thyself, List seek to understand others and be focused on being compassionate and kind and of being uh, of service to others, rather than always looking for that sort of way out and easy way or way to judge other people. And uh, I just the shifting thing has been a real learning experience for me. And I'm looking now for things that books that I can read um, that that are helping me on this journey or or lectures and things that I can take. Udemy offers something about life coaching. And I think I might want to take that one as well to try to um, just learn about not about Helping others because I think you really do have to help yourself first. And uh, I also don't think that you can wait until you're in this perfect position before you reach out to others either. I think that um, throughout your journey, you can offer um, your ideas. And if you're um, surrounded by the right kind of people, you can have these amazing discussions that challenge you and move you forward and, and, and really help you. And I've just been finding um, myself more in the moment, more excited about life, more goal-oriented, and generally more peaceful and happier um, with the choices that I make every day. So I hope that that has helped you. There's lots of good um, resources about shifting. And uh, I think when we're in our 50s, we are usually in a position where we are looking at shifting. And I would love to hear any stories that people have about shifting that they would ever want to share and about some of the things that you've read or experienced in in your life. And uh, I wish everyone good health and good happiness over this time when we are certainly concerned about our health and about the health of our neighbors. And I hope that um, compassion and kindness are what rises to the surface. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode of No Room for Phones.